The Red Room Theater, episode 82. Uncle Buck. Welcome to the Red Room Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We're your host, Ernesto Alanis. And Antonio Marino. And every month we look at one of the movies to help raise us up. Talk about that movie, Raise Us Right, Raise Us Wrong. Today we talk about the movie Uncle Buck, how it taught us to always love family, and that everybody has to grow up someday. So, let's jump into this bad boy. You Um, know what I was thinking about? What? So I'm listening to old podcasts and stuff. Of ours on Spotify because they're so easily accessible. Oh, it's now. crazy! Like I'll, if I got like some time to kill, I'll just listen to one real quick. Some of the, some of the like older ones we've done are like there's some really good ones. Tony, I was looking at our statistics and random movies get hit all the time every week. People listen to old stuff all the time in the backlog. It's awesome. Well, my uh, that the new guys that I'm jamming with, Merlin, uh, is like a huge movie guy. So he just downloaded. Scrooged and uh, Big Trouble and like you know some episodes, <laughs> right? But um, it, it was it's funny because I'm like, man, we should do a John Candy greatness test, but I'm just like, there's no point. Like, why would we even do that? that I mean, there was two between this and the Great Outdoors. There's two right there, and I can name 16 more right now. So we don't have to do a greatness test because John Candy was. It's like doing a. It's not like well, actually, no, it's not. It's not like doing a Farley greatness test. If you're doing Candy, it's like Farley died too young. He did. He died. I mean, he didn't have three gate movies. Farley doesn't. He doesn't. He was in well uh, movies. He's in though. You're right because he's he's in. He's in Wayne's World. Great. Wayne's World one and two or just two. I think he's in both. No, oh, yeah, part two because I got no place else to go. <laughs> and then he, I mean, obviously, Time Boy is fantastic. But I was not a big black sheep guy. That black was, sheep was, was not was, good. It was like and the Ninja movie was terrible. Oh, Beverly Hills Ninja was was whack. bad. It was whack. But I mean, I'm sure we could find three great ones, but. His big thing was his stand-up, his yeah. Saturday Live, you know, skits. His SNL like he, was, he, he was... He's one of the funniest ever, but John Candy is his... He's one of them guys where his comedy translates in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, he is. It's kind of like like Chris Tucker. I wasn't a big... I wasn't huge on his latest stand-up. But in movies, he's so funny. So John Candy, man, it, like, just thinking about life and us getting older and everything, like, he died a long time ago. And when you watch movies, it's like, man, he was so funny. Such a, I don't know. I'm, the holidays got me reflecting on all kinds of stuff, dude. But John Candy, great, great comedic actor, dude. Oh, let's get there. I'm really glad we picked Uncle Buck. It's, dude, watching it with my wife again, I, I love this she, show. Has she seen it, though? Never. Ever. What? Never saw it. She, 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 she hasn't seen either of these movies. So here's what's happening. So we. Did you watch them both? We'll watch just the one. Okay. Um, so here's the deal. Um, it, we have a thing called Patreon, okay? If you, if you want to be a patron of this, uh, of this program, because here's the reality. Me and my brother, we, take t- we, 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 we have lives that are busy. But we make time every month to come together and record this show. We watch a movie for it. We got to get a script ready. We got gear for this. I carry it on in a backpack. And for a while, the first two years, we paid out of pocket. We paid for the website, the podcasting hosting. We like bought swag. We're like, we can't, I can't do this anymore. I, I can't afford to. I took a pay cut this year. I can't afford it. So you can do that. So we said, listen, if you love the show, give a buck a month. Give a buck a month. And some guys get five bucks. Some guys get ten bucks. And we do a thing where everyone who gives a buck a month gets to vote on the movie next month. And so we had this month was Uncle Buck versus The Great Outdoors. And I thought for sure The Great Outdoors was going to win. Everybody thought. I was surprised how many people were like, like, 
even uh, not your pastor's podcast were they were stinking divided. Yeah, dude, that so was hilarious. That was, dude, <laughs> so we put out um, the we we do the patron the patron the patron vote on our our patron page and the our our, our supporters the people that paid to vote they got tied never had a tie before ever. So we had to get to the people on Facebook, and Uncle Buck destroyed Great Outdoors. Crazy. I mean, busted. At crazy. first, it was back and forth, but yeah. Uncle Buck just ran away with the, it. Well, dude. the crazy part is, is with Great Outdoors, you got Dan Aykroyd, too. I mean, you want to He's talk great about ball two bear. legends. You got the booty bear, dude. <laughs> so, you got the old 96er, dude. Dude, what are the... Okay. <laughs> We'll, we'll do Great Outdoors. Eventually we get We might there. even do a surprise episode. Yeah, we'll man. see how it plays. But um, this movie comes out August 16th, 1989, directed by John Hughes. Oh, man. This guy, 80s were his decade. He yeah. did, You know what? 90s, he did. It was, he was not nothing in the 90s either. He did Home Alone. Home Alone, man. man. He was hitting home runs with um, those. Who's the guy that does Knocked Up and all those? Uh, Judd Apatow. This is like... Clean Judd Apatow for the 80s. Yes, it is. Like, John Hughes was huge. John Hughes, and he was trying to understand 80s culture. He was trying to understand 80s youth a lot. I'm not saying he hit the hit at every time, but what he put on screen really influenced youth culture. I hated St. Elmo's Fire, dude. I know. I tried to watch it, but Breakfast Club, though, man. Breakfast we, Club, Weird, weird science. science, man. John Hughes. I still, you know who does Weird Science, right? The song? Uh, is it Oingo Boingo? Oingo, Oingo you know, Boingo? You know who Oingo Boingo is? It's uh, Danny Elfman. We've talked about this. That still blows it my blows mind. It blows my mind, I dude. just think about them singing in Back to School and his goofy <laughs> face, and that is, that's insane. So, he also did Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, oh. and Ferris Bueller, this guy. Oh. has some great films, and Uncle Buck. He loves Chicago. He does. Uncle Buck is pushed down far. Playing the trains, pushed down. Um, Ferris Bueller. But this movie is up there with all of these movies. It's so funny, dude. My wife, before we watched it, I said, babe, what do you think this movie's going to be about? You see the toast. Couldn't even get it <laughs> in the door. <laughs> I said, what do you think? She, she thought the movie was about um, a loser um, uncle taking care of the kids. Well, don't be talking about me, loser. No. <laughs> she thought it was like you, me, and Dupree. Like the other. Oh gosh! Like a, a, a that loser, was a flopper. A terrible friend who's not. But this is. She's like, I didn't know he would be such a sweet man. Like he has a heart he's of gold. Just such a good guy. He's doing man. things his own way, but he's not hurting nobody. No. He's he's. But so it is. Sixty-one percent Rotten Tomatoes, which is kind of a brutal score. Sixty-one percent. I think it's kind of lamesville. That's crazy, dude. No, it, it was so good. The plot of this film is very simple. You have an upper-middle-class family that's got some tr- trouble. Upper-middle-class family has real trouble. The mom and dad, listen, as much as you hate daughter in this movie, the mom and dad haven't given themselves any, they haven't done any favors for themselves because they're working their jobs. They're not, they, don't, they don't know their kids' lives anymore. They, like, mm-hmm. they literally don't know what's happening to their kids' lives, and the daughter's so mad about this, she's become a just brutal person. She's just pushing back at them. She's mean. She is the epitome of teen angst. Dude, she like, says some she things makes, you can't take like, back. How much is this scaring you watching this? I don't like I'm like, my daughter will never. Dude, when she says, I'd die too if my family moved away. I was like, I'd have a heart attack too if my family moved away. I'm like... I would slap my daughter. Silly saying that Man. crap, dude. That ain't right. That ain't right. But she's trying to no. hurt her mom. She wants to hurt her yeah, mom. Yeah, she's digging in, saying some mean stuff, dude. And you know what? As kids, we did that stuff. Yeah. We did try to find the, 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 the sharpest blade we could find to stab. 
our parents. Um, do my wife, because honestly, the way it's going to be, it's not going to be me and Lena. It's going to be Lena and Mom. Oh, I know. The, the girls always fight. Yeah. It'll be me and Nesto going rounds, dude. Yeah, but at least the beauty of that is it could probably be a couple couple punches thrown, maybe uh, a wrestling move, body wrestle, slam, yeah, and then it'll be like, all right. But the girls, oh boy. Yeesh. So family, you're going to have to deal with all of it, dude. A, a rich, upper-middle-class white family, um, family yuppie troubles, and they got to leave town because there's a, there's a family emergency. Her dad has a heart attack. They can't find no one to watch the kids, and they got to call in the they legendary. They can't find anybody. Like, the, they're reaching, dude. They try. In the middle of the night, too, <laughs> they have to call his brother. Dude, the, Dude, it, when he finds the wedding photo, dude, I was gonna say that right now. They have written him out of their lives. They bent, the, they bent his part of the photo and tucked it behind the frame, dude. Because he wouldn't fit in the upper. He's like laughing, and then he's smiling, and then he folds it out. He's like, huh. <laughs> "That's brutal." Dude. They, because he doesn't fit. Because he's 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 not, he's not the mold. Has no job. He's stinking. Um. He's he's and his girlfriend is great. She's a sweetheart. I love her. She just wants wants him to grow up. Wants kids too, and he ain't having it. He's not having. Oh, <laughs> 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 I'm so. Fun. No, I left that scene, and my wife got mad. She's like, "It's not like that." I'm like, "I didn't say it was. I just made me laugh because he's so funny. Because because the thing is, he's always making excuses. Here's it the thing. sounds like another excuse. What, what, what did he? What did she say? He's supposed to report to work. His first day of work, working for her. She owns like a tire shop or something. Yep. His first day of work, he's like Kowalski. Kowalski what is, what tires. Is, what did she say? Um, you're gonna be there tomorrow, right? And he's like, I can't think of any excuse why I couldn't. You know, he's, like, already looking for something. And then he even knows he's the last one that's going to get this phone call, dude. He didn't even know it was his brother. Dude, it's crazy. Like, Your brother. <laughs> like, dude. So he calls her, calls his girlfriend, who's trying to get him to just man up. Yep. Man, come work for her. He's like, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> she goes, she's, she, and you don't hear her. You, you just see him on the phone. It's cool. He's like, like she's just giving him the business. And when I seen this scene, my boy, dude, Steve Ball, we call him Weenie. When he he's like you, he talks super fast. When we were young, he'd say something, he'd get all excited, and he'd, he'd be like, and I'd be like, what? What? And then like three times, and and then you'd be like, what? And he'd go. Ah, uh, I'm not joking. What did you say? <laughs> That's what John Kennedy's like. He thought, he thought, he thought, he thought I'm just messing with him. I'm like, I have no idea what you said, dude. <laughs> um, but sneak it um. So he comes to care the kids. And you don't even know which house is theirs. It's so because funny. he's like kind of from the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's more of a. They're they're the suburbs of Chicago. He's in and the, the suburbs have a whole fake veneer oh, yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He. It's just himself. Like, they could have literally been in the Home Alone neighborhood. They were in the Home Alone neighborhood. Oh, yeah, they were. Weren't yeah. They? Now, he, because he's, he's down to earth. He's literally just down to earth. He's a yeah, guy, yeah. and he's comfortable in his own skin. He's like me, dude. He's Straight like, up. He's like, in, in, I call plenty of automobiles. I like me. He's yeah, just, yeah, He's cool with himself. Yeah, he's just doing his own thing, dude. 
he makes his money. He makes his money by you know, doing a cricket bet once a year. Makes a good and lives off that a yep, whole year. Yeah, lives in a crap, a crap apartment. One bedroom. Got a crap car. I mean, oh. the nasty dude. There's no shocks in the back. I know. Just and dude, it's just a boat too. It's dude, I used huge. to have a van. No shocks in the back, and I drive. And people would always say, "I drove across with this girl once." We said all the time, "She's like your car makes you to go to the bathroom." Because the way it rocks her, oh. like I'm like stupid van dude, just always just <laughs> down the road. <laughs> Stop at a red line. It's like <laughs> <laughs> we've all had them janky mobiles dude. though, dude. Uh, some people have. And it. The best part is though is his stinking car backfires, and oh. it, and that's a real thing, dude. When I used to work at the golf course, there was a. There's this thing in one of the carts would backfire. That was one of the workers' carts. We'd fly around and stuff. And you'd always hear it way off the distance, and you'd know it. Like all the golfers would like get down. Like what the heck? Be like bow. Backfire is a real thing. Oh yeah, it is, dude. <laughs> and dude, the oil coming off the. There's like the pills to pull next to him. Your car's on fire. He goes, Nah, just burning some oil. I mean, it's a lot of smoke. Oh, dude. When yeah, when he stops, he, he engulfs the whole car in smoke, dude. <laughs> so Uncle Buck comes. And he, he ain't got no shit. His, uh, his, his honesty and his sincerity is going to bring hope to this family. That's, that, that's a story. It's, it's a, a feel-good movie. story, man. And he wins the first two kids pretty quick. He was yeah, because he's Culkin. a big sweetheart. Right. He, he cannot win the, 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 the oldest daughter. She is She's angry. She's a teenager, bro. Dude, she'll sometimes make out with her boyfriend, Bug, just to make John Candy mad. Bug. What a tool. What a bug. You know what movie he's from? Um... He had one huge movie in his life. We watched, we, when we were kids, we watched it all the time. We watched, we watched this movie all the time, and it, it's a terrible film. It's not Gotcha, is it? <laughs> no, but the same. I, the Boy Who Could Fly. He was the one that didn't talk. He yes. was the boy who could fly. <laughs> yes, he was. That movie sucks. But we watched it. A we loved that movie. It's not good. Do you remember when he actually flies? At the, yes. Get out of my <laughs> face. I couldn't tell you anything but the horrible, stinking, whatever you call it, the stinking special effects of him flying. Dude, 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 dude. <laughs> the boy you can fly. The reason he was good in that movie because he didn't have a line. <laughs> Just looked dumb, man. Dude, the, that was the boy you can fly. A random pull. I was, I was looking up uh, boy you can fly clips because I wanted to remind the rest of the movie. And randomly in the YouTube list, there was a quantum leap clip. And I'm like, oh, I click on it. You fell in a hole, didn't you? Dude, the quantum leap, leap, leap click was uh, the quantum leap clip. Was uh, Scott Bakula, and he's wearing this like weird sweater, and he goes, "What's going on? I think I'm retarded." And he open, he looks in the mirror. He looks in the mirror. It's like he's with his Down syndrome, and I'm like, "Oh, you can't do that anymore," because he just goes, "Am I retarded?" He looks in the mirror. Oh, he has Down syndrome, and I'm like, "My God, I don't think you're allowed to say that anymore, dude." It was bad. It was real bad, Whoa. dude. It was. I was like. Why was this on my seeking man you could fly seeking clip uh, list? But that's a free one. Oh my gosh! You should send a link. I'm not just laying it. But uh, question: Does the movie hold up? What? Of I course. think it's big time. Big time. It's great, dude. So here we go. So just like you said, it's a feel-good movie. First, you have John Candy's Uncle Buck, and again, we're gonna say it. John Candy, of all the comedians, this guy probably is the sweetest of all of them. I've never heard him say the f word. I mean, you know he had to somewhere. On a movie, you think so? Uh, no, yeah. but, I mean, stand-up, Moise, stand-up somewhere. Or so, or, well, it, it's just, he's just a clean comic. He was a, he was a clean comic. I tell you, even, <laughs> I loved, 
Uh, armed and dangerous, dude. Loved it. Dude. Uh, anything he he did, he was even that stinking boat racing movie. So summer, um, summer rental, summer rental. Great movie, dude. Remember he got sunburned. She's like, my poor baby. I'm not a baby. Oh, mommy, make it stop. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. She's putting the cream on him. Dude. Oh, shoot, he is a in this movie. And he's not the same sweet, but there's always a, there's a kindness around them. Yeah. And it, it, it comes out of him. And I don't know if real life, but I would, I mean, you see this film and there's, he's honest, but he's not, he can be a jerk. He can, he can put it on mm. when he tears up that principal, assistant principal. Amazing. That was amazing. He's like, how old is the girl? Seven. She's seven. Like she, that was kind of, that was. You know who that wart lady was? That is the mom in Goodfellas, the mother-in-law. You gave it to me! I'm right! See what you did! He can't have a decent meal because of you! Look, that's that's her. That's her from Goodfellas. Oh my gosh. He just just, just started laughing and walk away from the house. I heard you have Jewish. Only the good have. (laughs) That move, dude, that's crazy! Did she... Your father can't even digest a meal. But in this movie, she blows up his niece. Like, That's messed up. And, and you know what? In most of the world, suburban world, you're just like, okay, but he he lets her have it, <laughs> dude, dude. Both he, barrels. He flips the corner at her, bro. Like, tell you what. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go downtown and get a rat to gnaw that thing off your face. Dude, sh- dude, it was, I mean, and she's like, next. <laughs> <laughs> like, she starts blowing up the, the kid, though. And that's she, his little baby, man. Yes, and she's, like, she's a sweetheart she's of a girl. A, she reminds me dude, of Dude, it was funny is he's like, no, it's not going to happen. It can't. She wants to sleep in his bed with them. And, dude, they come into his bed and listen. It is like that. I don't know if you read how to Dude, my daughter is a, is thinking, she's a heating pad. Like, she'll burrow into my side. And just the heat she exudes, the whole part of me that she's touching is sweating, dude. Ah. And she just gets in there and she pushes, and I'm like, I've got out, out, out of my bed on the floor, and she, I wake up and she's followed me down to the floor. That's it, and that, but the scene is funny because that's what kids do. They just yeah, that's they just so find fun, a way, dude. Because both hilarious. kids come sleep with them. It's so fun. It's and it's sweet. Macaulay Culkin's awesome too in this movie. He's great, dude. There's a I, wanna, I love when he takes him bowling, dude. That's so funny. If there was a game. To see who could get closest to the pen without knocking him down, he'd be world champion. And <laughs> she's like, "Wee!" <laughs> <laughs> he really can. He talk to them and just ask them questions. And these kids have been starving for attention because their parents work so much. They have no like. Literally, they come home, older daughter, older sister take care of them, and she doesn't like. She's mean to him. She's mean to yeah. her siblings. Bad. And she is so mean, Uncle Buck, when he first gets there. First gets there. The whole movie till the end, she's mean to him, She dude. is brutal. She messed with his personal life. That was messed up, dude. Man, was that messed up. All he's trying to do is look out for her because he knows that these stinking predators are out there. Bug. Bug, dude. I could skin a gnat. Or I could something. I could circumcise a gnat with this, with with this, this hatchet. hatchet. You're bug. not a gnat, are you, Bug? Bug. bug. Nat? <laughs> That's so funny. He's like, he's like, yeah, I got a hatchet back here. And she's like, he's all talking. He's like, right here. It's right this shining, dude. That's so funny. <laughs> dude. Um, but John Candy 
if we were to do a greatness test, let's do it. John Candy greatness test right here in the middle of this thing. My first nomination for a film he's in that will last the test of time, will be around forever, is Spaceballs. Forever. Oh, that's funny. She didn't look Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> dude, Barf the Barf dog. is one of the best characters. Dude, it's so dude, he's a great that, that the Druist that's a great line, dude. So funny, dude. <laughs> oh shit. He was fantastic. How about thinking Bill Pullman? Like, he was what? great. What's his name in that movie? Um Lone Star? Is it Lone Star? Something like that. <laughs> dude, that movie is that movie's funny. crazy, dude. Um, mine would probably be Planes, Trains. It's... Because it's got everything, dude. It's got heart, laughs. It's got the two pillows. I mean, it is a great, great... <laughs> Lone Star, you're right, dude. Lone Star, you, dude. dude. Uh, Pizza the Hut. Pizza the Hut, dude. You're so delicious, boss. <laughs> <laughs> um, Planes, Trains, he's a guy that you... He's annoying, but he's lovable. Yes, he is. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> and Steve Martin's so mean. Dude, Steve Martin is such a, just a bitter man. He is bog. Remember when he used to wipe in his face with his thinking whitey tighties, dude. Oh. Number three is Home Alone. Yeah. Those are, no. Dude, those are three films that are so big. Yeah, but his part's so small. I'm saying he he fills it up though. He that part he hey, owns it. He owns that scene. You're big in Sheboygan. <laughs> oh, Chicago, <a> Sheboygan. <laughs> and he's so sincere about it, dude. Man. Don't talk about his kid leaving his kid in the stinking um. You don't think the great outdoors? Thing is, those look at Home Alone. My kids have already watched, okay. and they love it. See, it's already generationally passed, and my kids will watch my trains when they're a little older. Because the, yeah. the one F scene, that, the, it's the only F Oh, man. There's no She's F like, words. Where's your receipt? I threw it away. You're F. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like so pumped to say oh, it. Oh, man. Um, that scene, he grabs him by, he picks him up by the balls, dude. <gasps> he does. Oh, my gosh. He's like. <laughs> now, I'm going to park this car, but you're going to help him up. <laughs> My pleasure. No. There's movies of his I love. I love Who's Harry Crumb. I love oh Harry Crumb. Oh my gosh. The, the random scene with Belushi on the bus. Dude. And he's eating them. He's got a random bag of cherries he's eating. <laughs> That's right. Belushi's reading the paper, annoyed that he's taking up so much room. <laughs> drinking his <laughs> drinking his coke, eating yes. his cherries. He's like you want a cherry? No, thanks. And he's trying to read his papers. Like, want some Coke? No, I'm fine. Mix together, cherry, good cherry Coke. <laughs> it's like, what? It's like a random, hilarious. Dude, that movie. And those are, at the end, I, at the end, when he's on that ticket, um, driving, trying to catch a plane, and they're playing the to football music. To be a music, hero? That, I used to kid, I'd be like, I'd get favorite part of the movie, dude. I mean, so remember when he's like, I got a black belt and a keto. And the boots to match. <laughs> so, what a good movie, dude. He's like, I solved the whole case. The like, one thing I can't figure out, what does this lever do? <laughs> He's like, I don't know, a break. 
<laughs> he smashes everything, and he's like, guess it was a break. <laughs> he smashes dinosaur egg, dude. Loved Harry, uh, loved Harry Crumb. Loved the great outdoors. Amazing, dude. Summer Rendell was awesome. So, you know, he's a small role in um, Career Opportunities. He's also got one of the National Lampoon's vacation. Dude, he's great <laughs> National Lampoon so vacation. Funny, he's the security guard. Yeah. He, dude, that's a what will last the test of time. That movie's gonna last forever. And he has that little role that he's dude, he's such a like a little dweeb in that he's, movie. Oh, he got the big glasses dude, on. Dude, it's so funny, dude. He's also the career opportunities, he's a target uh, hiring guy. And uh <gasps> It's, I it, forgot. He's also in Little Shop of Horrors. He was great. He was great. <laughs> he was good in that, dude. Oh, you know where else he was amazing in? What? Cool Runnings. That's, dude, Cool Runnings. Amazing. That's a great film. Yes, dude. That one is so popular, literally every Olympics it comes up. Every oh, single sure. Winter Olympics, if there's an African team, it's always Cool Runnings. He, oh yeah, he was awesome in Stripes. He was good in Stripes, dude. I wasn't a big Wagons East guy. Only the Lonely, Amazing, and Delirious. Oh, oh, Delirious! What a weird, amazing movie. But I didn't even say my favorite dark comedy of all time. What? Nothing but trouble. You love nothing but that trouble. That is my stinking movie, dude. John Candy has three great films. He's got a ton of great films. At least three. Three that my kids will watch and love. And if they don't, I'll disown them. No. Yeah. <laughs> he was also the horse in Hot to Trot with stinking, uh, what's his name? Um... It's that stinking crazy voice. Police guy. Academy please, guy. Yeah, Police Academy guy. So John Kenny Uncle Buck does a great job. He's glorious, lovable. You can't. He, he's just great. He does no wrong. But Colin Culkin, not as Kevin McAllister. Dang it! I put the wrong man. But Kevin McAllister on the screen. Demez. But he plays the and he's he's really good as the the little boy. Yeah. And he's you know awesome. what? He does blow up with him alone, but he's still really good in this. Yeah, he's great. He's real young too. He is. Um, this is. Pre-My Girl? Yes, pre-everything. Yeah. Pre-Home Alone, pre-My okay. Girl, pre-all of it. Then you have Jean Louisa Kelly as Tia Russell. She is the brutal... And we don't mean Aunt Russell. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> when we said Tia, I'm like, is her name Aunt? What the crap? Um, <laughs> that Facebook meme. How come everybody, every Mexican I know has an Uncle Tio? <laughs> <laughs> um, but she plays the just angry teenage girl to the hilt. Just... Her face—he's the she has the RBF like going oh, on. Oh man, the Royal Royal Air Force going on there, I'm dude. Telling you, um, dude. But Steakin, her only other movie I know besides this one, there's this movie called Mr. Holland's Opus with Richard Dreyfuss about a guy who wants to go to New York and write a, a symphony, but takes a job as a teacher because he just needs the money. You know, his, his plan is like I'm gonna work here until I can get going and write my symphony, and he never gets around to it because life—he just loves these kids. Teaches him music, has a wife, has a kid. His kid's deaf, so he can't share the thing he loves yeah. the most with his son. It's and That's he kind a nightmare, of man. he kind of doesn't. He almost separate from his son because they can't share that thing, so he doesn't know how to connect with them. You know. Well, in the movie, there's a student he has. It's a girl. And I, remember, I remember this watch with my mom. My wife hates this scene because that girl, as a senior, comes to him and he gives her good, great counsel, and. He helps her do a performance at the school where she gets to sing a great old jazz number. 
and she burns the world down. She gets confidence to go to New York, and she tells him, I want to go to New York. I want you to come with me. Come with me. You'll be my manager. You'll get your symphony done. I'll make it. We'll be. And she tempts him. This is an older man. He's got to be like 45, and she's 18. She's like, come with me. Like, leave your wife. Leave your kid. And he goes to the bus station to meet her. And the girl, Rowena, is the girl the temptress. from Uncle Buck. And he Dang. goes there, and instead of like trying to mack on her or go with her, he gives her a kiss on the forehead like a father and says, you go and make your dreams come true. And takes care of her instead of trying to like abuse her. Be a stinging dog. And it, I, it's kind of an my, my I always told my wife, I said, Angie, he took care of her, was good to her. He, and my wife said, he shouldn't have gone. I'm like, dang, girl. Dang, Gina. <laughs> that's my wife, dude. She's brutal about that stuff. But that's her. And she played a great... My wife hated her. Like, even she hated him so much. Even when she finally heals from everything and, like, breaks down, my wife still couldn't like her because she was so mad what she had been like the whole movie. Dang, dude. That's because Angie was always, like, a good kid. Like, she was a good daughter. Then you have Mike Starr as the drunk clown in Uncle Buck. Amazing Mike scene, Starr dude. is the guy from Dumb and Dumber. He's the guy who's like, guys, guys, guys. He's, a, he's the, the kid that man. That was not him. That's the, that's the clown. Are you kidding me? He's in Miller's Crossing, remember? Like, the, the guy hits him with a chair, and he's like, oh, Mike. Uh, you know what he was awesome in? What? Which I still don't think you've seen. What? He was Robert De Niro's main bodyguard on, on Mad Dog and Glory. Yes, he Have was. Have you seen Mad Dog? I've seen Mad Dog and Glory. How awesome is that movie? I haven't seen it. I've seen it one time in a long time ago. Holy crap! But he was the. <laughs> remember, he was thinking, um, Caruso, punked out that huge bald cow. Yes. And then sticky, he walked by, and this dude that you're talking about, the clown, he says, "I wish you'd try that tough guy crap with me." <laughs> they hated each other that whole movie. I dude. love it, dude. They finally fought each other too, dude. That is him. When he punches that clown, that's some foot. And he's the trying to shake like, it off. The guy's like, uh, he's like, I'm the. He's like, he goes in home pro and home kid entertainment. I am a god. And he's like, but bam. He's like, you been drinking? Yeah. So I had a little something to drink. What are you, a cop? He's <laughs> like. Dude, because he's all... He was wasted. He was so drunk. He pulls up in a stinking clown car, dude. Oh, man. Uh, and the kids don't want a clown. That just that shows you how out of touch the parents are. They're buying things for their kids that kids don't want at all. Like, clowns were cool two years ago. And poor Macaulay Culkin looks, like, so sad about I it. I know. Uh, but, you know, Uncle Buck, and that's just how sweet he is. The kid loves pancakes. So on his birthday... Even Angie, so she funny, couldn't man. help but just like, that's the sweetest I've ever seen. Because he has a, he's a huge that oven, and so you, you put it on the funny. oven, he put that big old thing on the oven, it had all four burners going to heat that whole metal thing up. Yeah, yeah, the huge, what is it, a skillet? A big skillet, he put yeah, on yeah. all four burners, and he had a shovel to flip that pancake, dude. That was and that little boy comes out and he sees it, he's so, and there's all these streamers. And he's got the hat on and the little thing, he's like, you he, should see the toast. <laughs> Couldn't even get it through the door. <laughs> and his face is just, just, dude, he just gives him the best birthday ever, dude. He's a great uncle. Um, and you have Laurie Metcalf as Marcy Dahlgreen Frost from Roseanne fame. Oh, man. She's she, stinking. She's the, like, the, the temptress, the neighborhood temptress, dude. Neighborhood whore, dude. Oh, and dang, she's like, dude. She, she goes, I'll just go home and wait for the UPS man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, she, How, dude, she, comes, you, she goes, when, do I hear a big sexy man? He just goes, this is not happening. <laughs> dude, this poor guy. First of all, lock the front door. Lock, the suburbs, dude. Dude, when they headbutt each other, I died, dude. When they're dancing. 
and he's thinking smash heads, dude. That's uh, whoa, whoa. First of all, tell her to leave, dude. She's a stinking hoochie McGee. It's like just give me one day, dude. And and of course the girlfriend's coming over right there. It's yeah. brutal. Yeah, the girlfriend's coming over because stinking Tia, stinking Tia, Tia Arlene. <laughs> she's she intercepts the phone call, dude, yep. and tells tells the girlfriend and she's, she's putting with the mom like he, you know, he uh. Leaves the kids alone. He drinks. He's yeah. doing none of that. He's being a great yeah, babysitter. Yeah, he's amazing. He's Taking great. Care of the kids, dude. Dude, but like that, that lunch he gives that kid that first day was nasty. Oh. Remember, he's like, he's like, anyone want to trade? All the kids fly out. All those thinking seats. <laughs> dude, I remember the days of trading. Dude, lunch, you dude. you had to do what you could do. I'm telling you, man, we'd have some like poor mom. She make... listen. Lunchables were gold. Oh, as a my, kid, they always came with a little snack. And the thing is, we never had them. We couldn't afford them. We never no. had Lunchables our whole lives. I never one time had a Lunchable. And you know what's funny? To this day, I won't eat them because I'm like, I'm mad at them still. You're so dumb, dude. I'm like, you were with me when I needed you? I don't need you now. <laughs> Too bad. I don't know what kind of meat they use, but it's delicious. Really? What? My kids love Cracker Lunchables. meat and cheese, boy. And me, being such a big old kid, I'll take little bites like their sandwiches. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like the cracker ain't disintegrating every bite, dude. I'm like, <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, then you Jay Underwood is bugged, the boy who could fly, and he's he dude. They what a listen, turd. He's a turd burglar, dude. Like a turd in the wind. <laughs> 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 Worst line ever. I still haven't seen Venom. Just that I one haven't line. seen it because that's the dumbest line I've ever heard, dude. I've seen Aquaman because I think the I've heard it's not good. I've heard bad things. I've heard it so cheesy. I got cheesy. Henry's review, and he said him and Andrea almost walked out. And he likes, he's not a critical man. He embraces the he, he enjoys, he, he doesn't, if he talks that the movie's bad, that's like Angie. Angie likes most movies. She says it's bad. You know it's bad. So, uh, but. According to Stinkin' Our Barber, he says, I love every movie. <laughs> we just love what we love loudly. Yeah, that's true. But um, Stinkin' Bug. Bug is a bug. Dude, that is a scene at the end where he's got that girl in the party in the room. And you hear her whispering, like, I, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Stop. And he's like, it's going to be okay. Just keeps on. Uh, I know in high the school, best is... that's the way it was. Yeah, yeah. Guys try to mack on girls, and girls resist. And guys, you know, I never was that kind of, like, I just didn't run that world very much. But, man, as a father, I don't want, I, I, I told my daughter now, because we watched, what did we watch together? We watched Bumblebee, which was really fun. What a good movie. Oh, yeah, we saw it all together. We all, what a good the movie. The very end, was, her and the guy, like the main girl, main guy, he comes up to her and holds her hand. She, and she goes, we're not there yet. Yeah, yeah. That was great. And my daughter saw that. And it, it, I'm like, Lena, if you ever, when you grow up, if you're with a guy like Bug and he's trying to mac on you, you tell him no. Don't feel bad about it. You don't owe him nothing. You tell him, you I tell don't him want this. You tell him who your uncle is. <laughs> and he'll be terrified. That's right. Thinking to tell him the sheriff is your stinking uh, adopted uncle. You know what I'm saying? It just, but um, he was, and this guy, and he's one of these rich kids. My dad's gonna, I, who, what? Okay, if I ever saw a grown man, like a 20 to 30 to 40 year old man, say, "Do you know who my dad is?" It'd be harder to beat him up just for being so stupid. I'd literally be like, "Do you know who my dad is?" I'd literally be like Stallone on Rocky Five. Touch me and I'll sue. And he still blows him up, dude. And he's like, sue me for what? I got nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> um, you got a sweet bed, dude. 
Huh? You got a sweet bed, your your, your, your electronic bed thing. Ain't nobody want that after my funky self. <laughs> <laughs> did you know you keep your bed nice and clean, dude? You shower before you get in. You're, you're, you're a clean dude, dude. <laughs> you are! We took a different direction. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you what. It took us a while to learn it. We have good personal hygiene, you and I. Amazing hygiene, dude. Because listen, I didn't want to be a stinky kid at school. I had enough going no, against me. No, I, I enough... take, I'll take at least two showers minimum a day. Two. You work harder than I do physically. Man, I'm telling you what, dude. If you can smell yourself, take care of it. I know people <laughs> that don't. You know what I'm saying? You, listen. Yes. listen. Listen, that's rule of life from Tony Marino, okay? Yes, you yes. smell yourself, you take care of it. Listen, I, listen. <laughs> like a shower takes care of stuff, dude. And you feel better. It's great. Listen, Tim Sanzik told me one day in, a, in a, a drunken wisdom conversation, he says to me, you know what? I was talking to, to my brother about you, and I just said, you know, Antonio's breath never stinks. <laughs> and I was like, thanks, man. <laughs> Listen, it took me to figure it out because, you know, I haven't a dad. Honestly, no one told me this stuff. Like, No, dude. So I, like, I didn't know. I We just used the bar of soap to clean our stinking selves dude, forever. I didn't know washcloth, but I discovered that. I'm like, this is such a smart idea. I'm like, man, I can get all up in there, dude. <laughs> dude, I mean, like, I a washcloth and soap. I learned that when I was, like, 19. I went to college and was like, Everyone's got what? Why do they have a washcloth used to wash with? I'm like, why? It's like, well, there's more friction, so you can actually scrub. I'm like, I'm like what am I supposed to stick and wash the tub while I'm in it? Kiss some comet. <laughs> dude, dude um, I brush my friction. teeth better now than I used to because I want my teeth to be clean. I mean, I can't, I, dude, I, every Sunday before I go to church, I like shave the beard, I trim the beard to make it look nicer. I, I keep the stash trimmed. Like, I take care of things, so I don't want to be like, a, You're like the black dude on 40 year old virgin. He's like, he's like, he's, Steve Carell's like, you know, you seem like a pretty well together guy. You know, I just wanted to ask. And he's like, see this man? See this goatee? You see the nice shaved head, man? He's like, you think it's an accident? Premeditated, partner. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. What, 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 how do we get here? I don't know, man. You're talking about my bed and how good it smells, dude. <laughs> like, dang, bro. I'm sorry, dude. I'm just saying you have good hygiene. No, and you not, know what? Not on Taco Tuesday, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, do you brush your teeth once or twice a day? Two times, baby. I got. I, I only do it once. I had to do twice. I you do. Gotta go to bed with a good, good feeling mouth. Wisdom. You never know who's gonna, you're gonna wake up next to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're so ah! stupid. Okay. <laughs> okay. Great sequences. Super pancake. The car bug. Um, the stink had beaten the clown's face and was amazing. He's, he wrecks him that second time, dude. Dude, it's so awesome that John Candy, and you see the eternal struggle. He wants to go to the track so bad to get his money. But mm -hmm. he has the kids in the car and his, his niece. Remember he told his girl? Had the kids in the car and everything. His niece is out there to blow her life up. Yep. She's just to, just to literally spite him. Yeah, yeah, piss him she's, off. She's going to, and she, she doesn't want to. Like, there's a scene where he's like, let's go to the car. So like, I don't want you. He's like, take you home. She goes, no, I'll stay. Like, he's a sorry. Dude, dude, he uses her vulnerability against her, and he's good at it. And she's going to go and give herself away to this man just to, just to, just to like, spite. It doesn't make any sense. She's even realizing everything he says is right. Like, she, she knows he's right, and she hates it. She hates it. Steakin, 
he's like, I can't just go get my money. I got to go save my niece. And that's a, that's, that's a heart, dude. That's, that's how he gets the girl to come back, too. She's not coming back for him. She's coming to take care of the kids. Dude, because I got the stick in a mailbox. That was so funny. Can I see some ID? <laughs> <laughs> take it out! <laughs> so funny. In that party, it's really funny. The best part. The hat! The hat! Hey, give me that back! And he puts that little tiny hat on. It's the funniest thing I've ever, dude. And later on, he's like, he sees a guy, he goes, hey, hey! And he takes, hey, give me that, you <laughs> He's like, the guy's like, yeah, man. He's in that drinking beer, dude. He's got a cigar. <laughs> that hat is so random. That is up there with Lebowski smoking his roach, listening to Credence, and hitting the dumpster, dude. <laughs> it's like random hilarity. Dude, he grabs, hey, give me that back. <laughs> Don't go in there with that hat, man. They're going to kill you. <laughs> His car backfires while the kids The, the look dirt. on that girl's face when he saves her is unbelievable. Uh, the best is he does save her. He does. He takes a stinking drill, drills out the lock, and bugs in And there. bugs fucking so much trash. Bugs like, if that door opens, I'm going to this and this. Like, like he's big bad dude. He thinks he's in bed with his niece. Well, Candy drills the lock out, comes in, flicks the light on. He's in bed with a girl, but it's not his niece. So you know he's just a dog because she wasn't having it. Ow! Gawooky crisp. <laughs> the best is, though, he sees it's it's a different girl, and he can tell the girl doesn't want to be she's there. She's shook. She's shaking. He turns the light back off, and he hits the trigger on the drill. And I was like, dang, dude. John Candy is great, dude. He And you know what? I'm not going to be afraid to tell. If some guys come around the house sniffing after my daughter. I'm not going to be afraid to seek and say things to them. I'm not. I'm not going to be some. That's your job. Some, I'm not going to be this like. Don't be a pushover. Like, no way. Like, hey, hey, everybody. I'm glad you're coming over. Hey, Mr. Alanis, you know, just uh, in the neighborhood. <laughs> I'm like, listen here, son. I'm going to take you on the other side of Franklin Holmes. <laughs> like, I want you to know what's going on here. Here are the rules. If you come home late. I'm going to ruin your life forever. If you come home late, I'm calling Uncle Tony because he doesn't mind a jail cell. <laughs> Man, I'm not, not going to be able to handle when Nina starts dude. dating. Dude. Oh, my gosh, dude. Can you imagine? Because I'm such a stinking Uncle Buck. Can you imagine, like, how old is Lena? She's eight. eight. Just turned eight. So, say 15 years, how old am I going to be? Uh, you're 37? 47, so 52. 52. <laughs> I'm in the bar and I see Lena walk in with some stinking... Punk. I'm not gonna be able to handle it, dude. <laughs> I want you to go straight up Bad Boys 2 style. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Me and Henry. <laughs> <laughs> what does he say, dude? He uh he's like, how old are you? She at least 30. <laughs> <laughs> Big ludicrous looking mug. <laughs> Look prison. He's like, he's like, he's like, you ever he's like, you ever you ever sex with a man? You want to? <laughs> <laughs> and that poor guy looks oh, horrified. Oh, and he's a big, they're, tall They're brother. just talking. He's like, can you fight? Yeah. Oh, come on, man. You can fucking... <laughs> he's taking out my knees. I want to know we can fight. Somebody come step up to him. I want to know he can handle himself. <laughs> that poor kid, dude. They got guns out, dude. Now. <laughs> uh, talked about Patreon earlier. If you want to be a patron of the podcast, go to patreon.com. Um, you a dollar a month with the podcast go. That'd be awesome. We also want to tell you this. Um, we have a brand new design coming out uh, probably end of this month. We have, it, we're not going to announce it here. Um, it's a, Tony and I are approving it uh, this night, getting it all you know, 
ready. We think it's, it's, it's a part of a new series releasing all year long, a series of merchandise, T-shirts and uh, journals and coffee mugs. If you are a patron of ours, if you support the show at $10 or more, you get, you get in the mail probably, uh, it probably takes like two weeks to turn it around, but probably at the beginning of February, you're going to get in, your, in the mail brand new swag just to say thank you for supporting the podcast. And every single time, if you support the podcast $10 or more, Whenever we release a brand new artwork, whenever we have a new design, you get swag for free. Something different. Maybe a t-shirt one time, a coffee mug one time. I still need to get that stinking coffee mug, bro. Are you like the Dane Gina coffee mug? What? Our Dane Gina is the biggest seller we've ever had, dude. It's It's killing our Red Rum Theater stuff. But this new one might go, too. It's really good, dude. I like it. So we're releasing that. We're we're going to mail out our patrons. Is that the city of Flint? No. Okay. Okay. Um, So... If you want to support us, or if you want to buy some of our merchandise that already exists, you can go to redrum.threadless.com and find our Dang Gina t-shirts, our Red Rum Theater t-shirts. You can find stickers. You can find uh, coffee mugs. It's all there on the store for you to buy if you want to have some Dang Gina stuff in your life because, you know, that's pretty awesome. It's, it's, Everybody it's a, needs Dang Gina. Listen, life. I wore my Dang Gina t-shirt to Disney World, and I had people laughing everywhere I went. That's Amazing. Some people like, that's funny, dude. I'm like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I wore. You're like, you gonna eat that bacon? I ordered it, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I love that, dude. That's so funny. So, raise this right. First thing we're gonna do is you gotta love your family no matter what. The thing about Uncle Buck is this he was not the way they were. Like, he wouldn't fit in their world, he wouldn't fit with their friends. So, he wrote them out. They didn't, didn't know the kids growing up. And you know what? I'm going to get a little bit into this, dude. Oh, man. Our grandma died last year. And it made me realize my kids don't know my, my family. They don't know my aunt, my cousins, my uncle. It's hard when they live on the other side of the country. I know, but though. I'm saying we... because got to make a yearly trip, man. We're going to make... We're, we're, we're going to do every other year because it costs a lot to get the whole kids down a there. A lot. So I'm going to say, everything we're going on to Thanksgiving just to be with the whole family in Pleasanton. Yeah. And we're going to make it every two years because to me, it's important that the family is together. I want my kids to know yeah. their got cousins. cousins. First cousins. For, Could you imagine Savannah and Lena hanging out? Dude? I'm telling you. They'd get along awesome. Yeah, they would. That, like, I regret. John, John, and little yeah, Nesto. I regret not being down more. I regret not being closer to my family because what I did was... I, because I did the whole preacher thing and I became a, uh, a preacher, I kind of went my own way and just like, you know what, my family's different than I am, so I'm just going to do my own thing. And kind of just, like, just neglected it. You know, I didn't go to things that make it a priority. And I regret that. There's a good 10 years of my life where I just kind of like did my own thing. And you, Tony, kept the family close. Oh, and man. That, that's helped. I, was, I made a lot of trips. I, when I was, was trucking, I'd go be down there. It was huge. Know, it was... And if, well, you don't know what's going on most of the time, but now I'm getting back in the family yeah. and I love our family and there's memories our childhood with the family there was good there was good sweet things there and so even a family even a family goes nuts they're still family mm-hmm. even if like i see things on like um and i'm gonna be crazy extreme here but you see these like someone man like shoots up a school or something and the parents say he's not my son i wish he's never born listen if my kid does something stupid and maybe even heinous I'm not going to say I'm going to be for that. That's still my blood, and I'm still going to, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to. That's a, that's a hard one. I'm, I'm saying. Because you don't, like, I mean. I don't know everything. Yeah. I'm just saying, 
you know what? When those lacrosse, it's like those lacrosse players. I, I don't. I'm, I don't want to say that. that's yeah, all. That's crazy. All that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm just saying. Even if my kids make mistakes, even my family makes mistakes, they're still my family. There's been plenty of mistakes made, bro. Hey, big time. We, we, we. Whoa, <laughs> dude! <laughs> how many of my cars have been blown up by my brothers? A few. Yeah, man. <laughs> it happens, dude. It's so funny because Ricky was just telling us this story about. The brother taking over the store so the other brother could go start two new stores, and he wrote, drove that to the stinking ground and put Ruined him out it. of business. Dude. Ruined <laughs> it. That was his brother, dude. And even as your brother, it's you. Know, you get you get. It's like we ask, bro. We are some forgiving mother lovers, bro. We've been done wrong. We've done Whoa. each other wrong a few times. Yeah, but we've been done wrong. Too. Big time, man. Very forgiving, but it's all because mom is such an amazing woman. And she's the matriarch. And she of taught us. us the importance of family. She did, man. And like, and the thing is, she doesn't just show show it to one of us. She no. shows it to all of us. Our mom loves her stepkids. She loves. She, my, our mom brings everyone together. My our mom brings, like our uncles, like our her half siblings. Same same dad, different moms. Yeah. And that's kind of a weird drama back there in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom overlooks it and just embraces. Oh, well, yeah. Well, we've, we've had... It's her baby brother. She's found, like, literally bastard siblings yep. that were hidden from her. She finds them, and it's not like... And she makes it a point. To she see brings them in and says, you're welcome here. We're blood. And that's powerful, yeah, man. Yeah, it is. Mom's always trying to... And, and you know what? We, we, do it, we do the same thing. We bring people together. We want to keep people connected, bring together. You're part of something bigger. And... Uh, Uncle Buck, dude, that, that, that wedding thing, that's not right what they did. That's bold, that's dude. That's dude. And that, when he finds it, like, you can see, like, it, a little bit of him dies inside. And, like, it's, a, that's, it's funny, but, like, when you really think about that, like, that's messed up, dude. Poor Uncle Buck. I and, used and to. In the picture, they're all so happy. I used to when I was younger. When I went to, went to, went to Chicago, I almost wanted to forget where I came from. So I wouldn't come back to visit home. Wouldn't come back to see mom. I wouldn't bring girls back. And I finally realized this is my, this is me. This is my, yeah. this is where I come from. If you want to understand me better, you gotta see where I come exactly. from. Exactly. So now I come back. I, I, when I started bringing girls home, I bring girls home to see my world. Like, this is where I come from. If you can't handle this, you can't handle me. I remember when I was dating uh, the redhead Sarah back in the day. I took her to our old trailer park. Took her by some of our old houses, and she was just like, I can't even imagine coming from this. And I'm like, well, that's a big part of my life. Like, yes, it is. So when you see certain things, you know why it's there. It's, an, it's, it's important to show people. You, you Never be embarrassed to introduce people to your family, no matter if it's bad or good. I mean, even when uh, you used to introduce people to Uncle Ronnie, dude, and he was the wildest, but he's... He's Uncle Ronnie. Yeah. It's what it is, dude. This is part of our story. Why, and people always talk about Thanksgiving. Listen, I love the family, dude. I love it. Dude, i tell you what, man. That last year that I was down there, when Grandma was alive still, that Thanksgiving when everybody got together, it was the one pictures of the are most amazing, incredible. I mean, I just remember just Grandma was just sitting in her chair, just watching the whole family laugh and talk trash and watch football. Like they had it like ghetto rigged where they would leave these like little tents outside on this slab that they used to have a, a camper on. Yep, and it, we had this little tent and this janky TV set up on this table, and everybody was eating outside watching football, dude. And it was just Man, was that amazing. All day, football had the car, uh, squares going, dude. It was so awesome, dude. 
Man. Family's family, no matter what. Um, and also, the, the, this one we also raised us right, and it's a hard truth, is that everybody has to grow up someday. There's a scene in the Buckle Buck that's, that's, it's when he's drinking with the dog. Remember that? Him and the dog are drinking? That was sad. He it, poured some, some beer for the dog. Man, I, that's, that was. Well, he, says, he, says, he says, man, when I was younger, everyone said to me, Living the dream, you, you live free. The dream. You come, you, and what do you say? No one's saying that anymore. That's brutal. That was brutal, bro. And I'm watching that scene like, shoot, I got it made, bro. <laughs> we all got to grow up. You start by the fire, dude. <laughs> like growing up means you pay your bills, you do you do what's right. I mean, how many people do we know that can't keep a job? That can't, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. You can't keep a good dog down. Wow, 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 wow. So I won't tell you more about that. I'm just saying, we all got to grow up sometime. Yeah. And a lot of people want to keep their high school years going forever. We can't, you got to no, grow up. Dude. We know too many people that don't know how to grow up. Don't want to grow up. I just up. got a message from one of them. <laughs> You Man. did, dude. Yeah, you dude. did. Wait till I show you the text he just sent. Oh my gosh, dude. So, Uncle Buck, we we love the movie. Man, we, John Candy. Period is just, dude. We're probably gonna come around next end of the year and do another John Candy challenge. Probably do like maybe Harry Crumb versus Great Outdoors and see what wins. No, not, not enough people know Harry Crumb. It'd have to be Harry Crumb versus Armed and Dangerous or something. That's there you go. There you go. Man, Harry Crumb is so. It's so funny, dude. Get outdoors is gonna get done eventually, um, but uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking about the scenes. I tell you what, one of these days we are doing nothing but trouble. We're gonna have to. That movie. I mean, you want to talk about every actor? It's it's crazy how everyone's in that movie. It's listen, I don't know how that movie got made because it's the weirdest film. It's, there, it's it's completely insane. There's some '80s movies though that are crazy like that. Like what was the one with Ted Danson and Howie Mandel? Walk like a man. No, no, that was just Howie Mandel. Um, what's it called? I forget what it's called, but yeah, I, I can't remember the name. There's some weird stuff in that movie. Dude. Like, there's some weird like '80s is awesome claymation going on. Like, Dude, it's crazy. Like Michael Jackson Moonwalker was fantastic. That movie is a legend, man. Joe Pesci's the villain. We're gonna do, we'll do like a movie contest between two mu musical films, like Moonwalker or something else. It'll be awesome. But for next month, here's the vote, patrons. If you're a patron of our website. A patron of our podcast. Here's your vote for the coming up month of February. What's going? We're going we're, we're to watch in February. We're going to go, and I'm not, I'm not, it's on Netflix right now. Talking Young Guns action. Young Guns. Man, is that a good one? Man, is it awesome? Great. What a cast! It's Young Guns versus another gang of, of, of heroes. Young Guns versus Untouchables. There's a whole crap ton of good actors in these two movies, dude. It's a tough vote. It's a real that, tough. You vote. know what's funny is like when you first uh, told me about that, I'm like, why does that even? Why are they even against each other? Like, but then I'm like, the more I think about it, I'm like, one's a western and one's a city cop movie. But it's Cruise. It makes sense because like I started thinking about all the things I love about Young Guns. Then I start thinking about all the things I love about Untouchables. I mean, Young Andy Garcia is amazing. <sighs> Man, <laughs> I can't believe that Charlie Sheen is in Young Guns. Kiefer Sutherland is just so good. Dude, uh, what's it? Palance is great. He is horrible. He sticking took that Chinese woman as payment for a ruined sweater or shirt or something. That, 
That movie is. I'm gonna watch it tonight, dude. <laughs> so that's the vote for next one. It'll be. I'll put up the. We'll, I'll put up the podcast probably tomorrow morning or tonight, and uh, it'll be up there by tomorrow. It'll be up good for three weeks. Who so, plays Pat Garrett in the first Young Guns? I don't know the guy's name. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Here's the deal. Listen to the podcast in the iTunes podcast store or on Android, the Stitcher app. But honestly, Spotify is where it's at. If you, it's crazy, man. It's so easy. Spotify's so great to listen to. I mean, it's, it's a, we're on Spotify. It's awesome. People you can scroll it. all the episodes, boom, boom, boom. Yep. Do we get look, look, uh, listens all over the map, all over random? It's great. Nice. Um, like the show, you can leave a review on Spotify or iTunes. You can follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash redroomthetray or on Twitter at redroomthetray. We always put, look, we always watch what, what, what review or movie watching per- currently. We, you know, but. Our movie reviews of modern movies that are on our podcast, our Facebook, or our Twitter. And just remember, new fans that are uh, not even new fans, new listeners that are just coming to check us out. We're no, we're no, we don't consider ourselves experts. We don't. We, this is just our take and what movies did for us growing up. Yeah, we, we love these love movies. movies. These movies we watched them. We watched them so many times. These movies yeah. were part of our language, part of our understanding of the world, and we love them. So as always, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next month at the Red Room Theater. Let's do it.